This is Soundmaking, a podcast made by Hogan Stenner and myself, Matthew Shlomovitz. Each episode of Soundmaking features a composer or performer discussing the how and why of music they've created. For this episode of Soundmaking, I spoke with UK-based flautist Catherine Williams about her recording of Aldo Clementi's Overture for Twelve Flutes. This binaural recording is one of four pieces by Clementi that's being released by the All That Dust label in their end of 2021 batch. These recordings are available for download from the All That Dust website. In this episode, Catherine and I chatted about her approach to flute tone, microphone placement, and how this recording serves as a document of a specific moment in her life. As the recording is binaural, we very much recommend you listen to it with headphones to get the full effect. I'm Catherine Williams. I grew up partly in Appleton, Wisconsin, and then in um, southern Ohio. Now I live up in the Rossendale Valley. Um, Only been here a few weeks, but so far it's lovely. Before that, I was in Manchester. As an artist, I'm a flute player. I also love to collaborate, getting into composition a bit. I also love animateuring, so working with very young people and working in settings like prisons and hospitals. And I guess the overarching thing is bringing as much music to as many people as possible. The piece we're going to hear at the end of the episode is Aldo Clementi's Overture for Twelve Flutes written in 1984. I recorded it in November 2020 for All That Dust with Mark Knoop, and it was mastered by Newton Armstrong. I discovered Clementi and this piece specifically maybe six years ago or so, and I latched onto it. The way I listen is to be completely obsessed with a piece for a few months or longer, or perhaps maybe one life event per piece. So um, Clementi saw me through my, um, when I was having my sinus operation in 2016, I would have that on repeat. So I think I just get really obsessed with one thing and the Clementi came back to me um, a couple of years ago and I reached out to Newton Armstrong to see if it might be something he would be interested in um, recording. Luckily it was. I was already obsessed with this piece, um, but particularly in the later stages of my pregnancy, I wanted to try to document in some way the way that my breathing was impacted. And that's in line with one of my biggest projects, Coming Up For Air, which commissions pieces limited to a single breath that I started uh, upon recovery from a sinus operation and um, coping with asthma as a professional flute player. So it was this piece, this Elder Clementi piece, um, that I wanted to record while I was still pregnant because I wanted this sort of document of this very strange, overwhelming time in my life. Yeah, to my knowledge, there's just one recording of the piece by Roberto Fabriciani, who the piece was written for. Clementi wrote quite a few pieces for Roberto. I cheekily reached out to Roberto uh, directly to see if he could help me get a hold of the score because it was proving very difficult and he posted one to me, which was very generous.
at first sight, it looks like a pretty standard score in that, oh, it's got these um, quartets and it's n sort of normal notation, but yes, once you look past the very first glance, it, it gets very complicated. There's very little to sort of go on, um, and it, it ended up being some maths that Mark Knoop sorted out for me. <laughs> some maths and subdivisions, and each time it's repeated, it's slightly slower. So there are 12 lines here that are broken down into three quartets. Each quartet is piccolo, two C flutes, and an alto flute. It's the same material for each quartet. They're just spaced out. So I start off, um, flute two starts, and then very quickly the piccolo comes in, and then the alto flute comes in, and then the first flute comes in. But during that time, the second quartet starts as well. And then a few seconds later, the third quartet starts. It's this layering, squishy, sort of nonsense sound in a way. You have to maybe choose one line at a time that you want to try and follow throughout it. And even for me, when I'm listening, I'm listening to it back, I can't work out uh, who I'm listening to. If it's quartet one, two or three, or what line it is. There's always some different kind of tangle to, to, to grab onto. The quality I was going for in the recording was a super pure tone, so very little vibrato, very resonant tone. For any flute players listening, I wanted to use a puh attack on everything. I didn't want to make it muddy or, um, or use too much of the tongue. Um, with the Fabriciano recording, it's very lively, very hard to follow just one line. I felt like I wanted more space to try and define the layers when you're listening, to try and pick one out. And a lot of that was down to the mastering in the end, because there's 12 lines is quite a lot to layer on top of each other. Mark Knoop came up here to Manchester and we recorded at Hope Mill Studios. Because each iteration of the canon is slightly quieter, it's marked piano, pianissimo, and then pianissimo echo. We played around with the microphone placement, so some mics were very close to me, um, and others were a bit further back. I, I think I was in a closed-off room, but we had the door slightly open and then a microphone outside the door. I got a rough edit of the piece, and um, before it was mastered, and uh, when I received the um, mastered version from Newton, I was completely blown away because it's binaural, so it just adds this extra dimension that I didn't really realize could be there in this piece, and you can really feel the depth of the, the echo effect that's going on. So I used a click track to record it, I had to record it at three different speeds, so start doing the maths about <laughs> there are 12 lines, there are three different dynamics, and there are three different tempos to record. I didn't do all, I didn't record all the dynamics, but I recorded all of the parts at three different tempos. So by the end of the session, um, my lips were a bit numb, it was quite tiring. Um, but uh, yeah, I used a click and a drone. There are lots of D flats in the score, 
and if there are any flute players listening, you'll be a bit anxious just hearing that. D-flats are notoriously difficult to tune on the flute, uh, and I didn't want um, Mark or Newton to have to go through and fix up all my D-flats, so I think the drone really helped. <laughs> I remember when I got the email asking to record it from Mark. It was in February 2020 and I was in Chicago. I had left my family just for a week um, and I was going to do a gig, a solo gig, and audition for the Chicago Symphony. I really wanted to see how far I could get as a soloist or orchestral flute player, and which is something that I hadn't been able to do because of my um, sort of breathing conditions. And my parents were there with me, so that's the last time I saw them was in Chicago. And I remember getting the email, and for the first time since I was a teenager, able to run to the kitchen and say, Mom, guess what? I had to explain what the piece was. So there's these 12 parts, and I'm going to record each line, and I don't know when it's going to happen, but I'm really excited. Um, and then maybe she made me breakfast or something. Thank you. 